Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broder. We're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how are you doing? Hello, darling. Have you been watching the um, the clips of those uh, tour guides uh, touring around uh, Japan with the with no. the first batch of uh, of tourists? Where have you seen this? I've seen a couple of clips of them. Uh, it all looks a bit grim, Chris. It is it as bad as we thought? It, well, it looks a bit restrictive. and They're, they're, they're very much... Um, they're constantly just telling you to put your mask on outside and mm. stuff, and it's just all very... That's strange, it's all because... very that. They're trying it, to make people not wear well, the masks, yeah. yeah. What, make, what does make sense? It's all a bit sketchy. <laughs> I, I, I heard that uh, one of the first groups had, like, someone with COVID in it. Oh, really? Like, Brilliant. Blew a hole through it. Smashing. I don't know. I like that. I've got a lot of time for that. I, I, do we want to see it fail? This scheme, not really. Well, I don't know. Well, it might sort of say that the, the, the scheme is silly. I don't know. This, the scheme seems... The well, it is skilly. Silly. It is skilly. Skilly. The scheme's silly, skilly. <laughs> it is. I, I still think it's a bit ridiculous. I know why they're doing it. I know they're trying to do a, a PR battle to win over the hearts and minds of the public <laughs> who no longer want foreigners in Japan, it seems. Um, we will see. I don't know. It's all a bit grim. Mm. But I was on the train here. And somebody was reading... I sat down on the underground train and uh, the person opposite me was reading a, a book and on the front... I, don't, I didn't see the title, but there was a big drawing of a samurai. Right, And okay, they looked yeah. up at me and they looked down at the book and then they looked back up at me and then they looked down at the book mm. and I was like, did they know who I am? Because they're reading a book about Japan. Very good And they chance, kept like, looking up at me as if they wanted to mm. say something. I think that's a very good chance, to be honest. I was, I was trying to work out what the book was called. Like the Penguin's Big Book of Samurai. <laughs> I couldn't work out what the book was about. I was just staring at the title. Maybe they were like, who's this creepy weirdo? Who's this weird looking, staring this, looking at my, at my book. book, yeah. yeah. I've had quite a few like impromptu meet-up people, like meet-ups and collisions of people the time mm. I've been here. Collisions. It's been nice. Collision. <laughs> Fan collision. It's been really nice, though, just running into people, having mm. a chat. Um, yeah. What's it's been your nice. favourite, outside of the, obviously the hanging out with me at the podcast uh, show? <laughs> I think the first day I got back, I was at McDonald's. Right. And this dude was there, and he, I was, you know, I was talking to my family. We were there. We had like a muffin breakfast. Mm. And then he just, I can't remember his name, really nice bloke, but he came over. 
I'm just sat down opposite my dad. And my dad was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> there guy and he sat down opposite my dad. He was well, on like, the table next was. to me. And he's like, can I just say, I can't believe you're here. Are you the boss of Killatron? <laughs> <laughs> it was Killatron, was. wasn't it? It was, yeah. Killatron. That would have been so funny. But yeah. uh, no, he's a really nice bloke. And he said that he was a teacher at, uh, like, Christchurch University. Okay. Can- and, like, he... Uh, in New Zealand? In Canterbury. All right. Wasn't that glamorous? <laughs> and... Uh, he taught. He, he made his students watch abroad in Japan. Oh, cool! To learn about Japan. Like, well, the perfect man, in my view. Well, I was what better in, way to learn. Well, I was doing a bit. Of, I was in. A, I was in a classroom on um, on Friday, and I was teaching uh, a load of a load of ten uh, year olds how to make podcasts. Oh my goodness! A mate, a mate was a mate's, uh, kids uh, were having a, a school um, uh, a school careers day. Basically, sort of saying what what you know what what people might want to do, what kids might want to do when they leave school. Uh, finally, and um, yeah, I was uh, I was in a situation where I had to sort of teach kids what uh, what a podcast is, I suppose. So it's How long uh, you doing for how old's the course? Well, in the end, I, at the end, I just gave them five minutes of you know what I do as a job, how I do it, etc. But then uh, I just thought it'd be quite useful. I, was, I just sort of said, look, I could explain what a podcast is, or why don't I just show you how to make a podcast? So I just sat down and made a podcast with them. Just got them to do yeah. like little sort of pieces I got one group to um, to interview their teacher um, but like a lot of the a lot of the, the questions for the teachers that they'd written themselves were like are you gay are you oh, like all no. this stuff and I'm like well you can't ask that you absolute lunatics so God naughty sake. little kids naughty little kids being naughty that sounds kind of cool though I like the idea of you just coming into school <laughs> like, oh, are you from TikTok no I do podcasts oh. right. I just, just want to I just want to get the uh, road the, the, the road miles to uh, finally send up at a TEFL course have you done any <laughs> teaching before yes I have yes I have actually thank you so you're now a sort of it sounds like a charity classroom assistant yeah Pete Dolson's charity service teaching underwhelming the kids careers for underwhelming talk, children how to talk into a microphone <laughs> and ask all the big questions <laughs> pay for a course such as that we've got a story yeah, this week yeah. from Sophie uh, and it begins hello Chris and Pete I have a little Japan story to tell you about when I lived in Nakano in Tokyo I used to attend a language school in Tokyo and the apartment I rented was about 30 minutes away from my school on foot with the apartment in Nakano and the school in Shinjuku the apartment the apartment was old uh, a small uh, as you'd expect and it had this tiny balcony on that balcony was an old laundry machine that presumably spent the last decade of its life exposed to the elements my housing company was kind enough to get me a new second-hand laundry machine, the tiniest they could find, so it would fit through the front door. Uh, but what did they do with the old one? Drag it out and a trail of water all over my old wooden floor? No, no, they threw it off the balcony. <laughs> Best regards, Sophie. Did they kill four people below Good the balcony? God. That sounds like, I mean, they don't usually like to make that much of a fuss. <laughs> I'm surprised that happened. Jesus Christ. What has that story told us about the culture of Japan? <sighs> I don't know. It's, they're, they're priors all over the place, to be quite <laughs> frank. Don't make a fuss. Don't, don't impinge <laughs> on people's freedoms. But good God. I like the, way they, I like the, way, the idea that Sophie was like, probably expected them to do some sort of meticulous, <laughs> oh, we'll take it through the house and we'll you know, take it downstairs. <laughs> nope. And that's just like, it's your new son over the balcony, smash <laughs> into the back of a truck. My mate, my mate does that every year with his Christmas tree, just throws it out the window. It's like, I mean, mate, you're just gonna, you're just gonna upset people for crying out loud. Does he let? Does, does someone take it away? <laughs> just out the window. Yeah. God knows. 
Absolutely God. Absolutely God knows. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. there you go. A bit of, <laughs> bit of Japanese knowledge there yeah. about how they dispose of things mm. out the window. <laughs> what we got? Story of the week, though, Pete. Oh, Chris, it's a big one and something that I think... We, we occasionally get uh, conversations, or questions rather, from listeners about what it's like to sort of date mm. in, in, in Japan. Um, but if you're asking uh, Japanese men, it's, it's not always clear that they've even been on a single one. Roughly uh. 40% of single Japanese men in their 20s have never been on a date, survey says. Really? Uh, on Tuesday, the Japanese government, uh, government's uh, cabinet office released a new white paper on gender equality. Uh, and roughly 40% of unmarried Japanese men in the 20s have never been on a single date. Wow. Um, that's a significantly higher proportion of unattached young men than women. And the gap, uh, yeah, the gap was further reflected when the same demographics were asked how many people they'd ever gone on a date with. It's just incredible, really. They're, 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 there's a really low take-up rate when it comes to male dating <laughs> in their mm. 20s. Um, is it just kind of just the... I mean, I wouldn't say I've been on a lot of dates... Because dates are kind of like a fact-finding mission, aren't they? A by the time I'm on a mission. by the time I'm on a date, I've usually smooched truly. Like you've kind of you've sort of uh, you've sort of you, at some point you've kind of like um, you've already sort of got to know the person. I've mm. never sort of been on a date with someone who's who I didn't already know. I don't intimately. <laughs> I don't think I have either. It's, it's kind of creepy, isn't it? The idea of doing a blind date. What's it's, interesting, it's not really a UK culture, is it? Really, I suppose. I, I mean, I wonder what the stats are for the UK. Mm. I, I do know a few people in their twenties that have been on a date. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Don't think it's as high as forty percent. No. Apparently, twenty-five percent of young adult women have never been on a date in Japan. So it's quite a lot mm. lower than guys. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I, I wonder why that is. They Maybe. do have these like really weird dating parties in Japan where you have like, you know, you just go to like a party and right, everyone like speed to, like, hook up. Speed dating, yeah, kind of like more formal version of speed dating. Right. Um, I've never gone to one and I don't go. Oh, that's very be a video. rigid and weird. Yeah, would it? That's <laughs> yeah. a Sea Dog VA video. I'll let him do that. That's <laughs> his sort of thing, yeah. But like, I don't know, I'm not surprised. And uh, I think the situation's getting worse on the dating front in Japan as mm. well. People. Are doing it less people having less kids it's all a bit bleak internet oh. though isn't it so it's, it's, it's the, the, internet, the metaverse well. it's the metaverse isn't it? <laughs> and also tough economic climate of japan yeah i don't know they should, i'm surprised there's not more like services catering for this thing mm. there are a lot of like really odd dating apps in japan I, I really want to delve into it i remember i went for a coffee with an old friend once a japanese woman she was in her 40s she had a kid she had divorced and she was just I said, I, she was just meeting up with everyone Right okay. And it was really weird She wasn't like Doing anything well, she, to, she, The way she described it She described it as a Fact finding mission herself <laughs> Maybe it's Pete Donaldson In disguise She's a 45 yeah. year old Japanese woman uh, But she would like Just meet up with all these guys Just because it was an experience To mm. learn something It was really surreal She would said like She would meet up with this like 19 year old boy And she was uh, acting like his mother And giving, <laughs> giving motherly advice Then she would meet up With like a 55 year old man yeah. Who was just a bit lonely And she would chat with him Right That was a really weird Sounds like a care like, worker Just it, kind of just Looking, looking, a bit looking like after yeah. the male populace It did a bit right But she lavished She like She, she, she loved this She lavished She lavished, she lavished them with praise She lavished <laughs> She loved this though This like idea of meeting These different people That yeah. up and That you wouldn't normally meet It was, it was quite nice I just sat there for two hours Listening to this And it was really quite Heartwarming, mm. and I was like, "Can I just write all this down and make a film about it? Because this <laughs> would be perfect." This, this like middle-aged woman just meeting up with like twenty Japanese guys on a regular basis. <laughs> but I don't know. 
Very <laughs> odd. Does the does the story allude to any reasons why this is? Um, I mean, it's just kind of like um, well, they're sort of saying that uh, there's there's a lot of high schools. There's been a few news stories on the same um, outlet, the same organ, uh, talking about um, schools are forcing students to join extra extracurricular clubs and flat out prohib- prohibiting uh, dating. So it's kind of like you're, you're you're starting off in your twenties, never going on a date before that that time. Mm. Is it like I guess? I guess my last date was probably with a girl We went to the cinema <laughs> At like 16 or something like that 15 <laughs> Like I can't remember a proper date was was like, Oh this is a bloody date Scorpion King this is What do you want? What must have been around then really? I can't remember what the film was to be honest Yeah uh, I remember being absolutely anxiety ridden Absolutely anxiety ridden But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, yeah I, I didn't particularly enjoy going on dates It's rubbish isn't it? It's date rubbish It's really boring Rubbish um, Chris, before we go to a break, uh, are you ever, you're not able to talk about uh, exciting plans for the future, the Abrahman thing. I have an exciting plan for You've the future. You've got an exciting plan for the future. You're talking about a little project that may be coming to fruition, so I'm, I'm very excited. So if you are a fan of Abrahman Japan, keep listening, because there's possible news on the horizon. It's going to involve Chris doing a lot of work. <laughs> oh, that news. Yes. I don't know <laughs> if we talk about that yeah? no not yet but I'm just saying that if you like abroad Japan I'm excited I'm excited because Chris I won't see Chris for months um, <laughs> I'm excited it's going to be very difficult for Chris to do a podcast because he's going to be too busy uh, so I'm quite excited about that so it sounds really little, sinister I'm going to be digging a hole to Spain <laughs> from Japan <laughs> Chris is starting his own airline and he's bought a couple of shit planes <laughs> off the internet and he's going to re- he's going to do them up Got a seven oh seven from <laughs> Scrapyard in Arizona. Broad air. But you're excited about the news that you can't talk about. Yep. Good. Brilliant. Right. Brilliant. This is such a non discussion. This, this is what's known as a teaser trailer. It's yeah. just the, the picture of the mask that's gonna be used in the film, this picture of the sword that's gonna be used in the film. If you can guess what it is, feel free to, <laughs> feel free to drop to us a message. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments and questions from the fax machine. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? We've got a, <laughs> we've got a lovely intro uh, to this one, I have to, have to say. Um, dear Cavacious P- uh, sorry, dear Cavacious Chris and uh, Perspicacious Pete. Perspicacious pers- 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 sh- Is it pers? Yeah, I think it is perspicacious. Pers- um, it means... You can't uh, say it. it mean- I can't say it, but I know what it means. It means just being clever on that, known stuff. Oh, so there you go. Are you, but you, but you really? You're curvaceous, I'm perspicacious. Uh, perspicacious. That works. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend are planning to travel, uh, travel uh, to Japan next year because of exams. We are only able to travel in the summer. My question is, how far north will you have to travel to escape the worst heat? Should we limit ourselves to Hokkaido or would uh, Amori be fine as well? Wish you both the very best. Ingar. Love an Ingar. Ingar. Mm. Uh, Amori be all right, wouldn't it? No, 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 still hot. Even Almore is pretty hot. Actually. What? Because just south of Almore, you've got so Yamagata. Bizarre. And Yamagata, where I used to live, recorded like the highest temperature in Japan, right? Ever. Right. It, it comes down to like if you're landlocked as well. Mm. So different parts of Almore will be hotter than others. But like no, go to Hokkaido. You can escape the worst of it there. Yeah. And Hokkaido is lovely in summer. I went there with Natsuki once. It was a magical experience. It like dropped off like. Eight degrees Celsius on the way. <laughs> like I don't even know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it got a lot cooler and a lot nicer. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Hokkaido awesome. is perfect in summer and winter, but uh, eh, yeah, 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 curvaceous. What does curvaceous mean? Uh, what do you mean? Just, just like curvy. curvy. Just curvy. 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 You can be curvy and muscular. It's fine. I'm not very perspicacious. <laughs> I don't know other words. Even though I was an English teacher, <laughs> stupid words. I do like simple words. Hello, Chris from Pete. <laughs> My name is Srikar from India. As an outsider, whenever I see which films are popular in Japan, uh, it's always some sort of anime film or live action remake. My question is are films with real life actors not as popular as anime? Why do adults prefer anime over normal films, which is not the case for the rest of the world? Mm. I mean, historically, just anime has been a much bigger part of Japanese culture. Right. And, you know, whereas here, if you're over 30, it's like cartoons. <laughs> In Japan, they don't discriminate. They don't care. It doesn't matter. You can watch an anime when you're 70, mm. 60, 50 or 10. Well, most of the big creators are very, very old, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, They're they kind are. kind of studio heads. Miyazaki and that. Miyazaki in that. Miyazaki in that. <laughs> Miyazaki in that. I know. I think you suck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, I think it's just a much bigger part of, of the mm. culture. But uh, yeah, I'm not the guy for the job when it comes to talking about anime. I, don't, I no. still haven't really seen that much. You know friends who could probably help they, out. Yeah, like, they bully me every time on Trash Taste. They're like, <laughs> give me a long list of anime I need to watch. And I'm like, yeah, I'll definitely watch that. And they're like, just don't. And... Yeah, it's it's weird. I've 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 just never just never dipped a toe. I'm sure I'd get a lot out, a lot out of it, but let's watch uh, never dipped a toe. Satoshi Kon. Oh, they always mock me because that's the only guy I know. <laughs> and like Satoshi Kon, he's done like you know a lot of um, sort of Western film directors, right? Okay, Christopher Nolan, whatever, have like borrowed from well, him. I say borrowed, stolen yeah. uh, ideas, compositions, goes, scenes from goes. a lot of his. 
um, anime. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I recommend him at the very least. Mm. He sort of made me realise that anime is good. Is, is good. But I, I do, I kind of want to watch more, to be honest. I do think anime is mm. pretty decent, but I just, as someone that wants to work in the medium of film, you sort of consume film, right? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. We want to hear it from. Uh, Stuart He says Hi Chris Obviously Because of the pandemic It's been a long time Since you've had the opportunity To leave Japan And visit the UK Has your time back home Therefore found you Having any thoughts About your relationship With the two countries Your plans for the future uh, That you maybe didn't Envisage beforehand hmm. Obviously something more profound Than Blimey These Greg's vegan sausage rolls Give Kobe beef A run for his money Woo Stuart from London <laughs> Quoting me directly there yeah. I still haven't had a Greg's sausage roll In the time I've been back We'll have one now after your um, oh. five guys. Have you recovered yet? Because you, you, you were jumping up and down to try and uh, dislodge some of the, the beefy goodness. I did jump up and down, <laughs> right? There's a video on the channel. It's called uh, I Ate Some Fried Chicken or right. something. It's, <laughs> it's a Broad Japan video from years ago when I did Journey Across Japan. And like in that episode, I went to Niigata yeah. and I ate some chicken and I went like head to head with this little... <laughs> Japanese girl I think she was like 19 at the time mm. she was like 3 foot 2 mm. and she ate a staggering like eye watering amount of food <laughs> and the way she did it the way she like ate this bucket of food and it, it didn't look like she, it looked like she like broke the laws on physics like eating all this food she would intermittently stand up and jump up and down right like that you know and that would somehow let the food Passed Dislodge. down like Isaac Newton, gravity <laughs> going down a. I don't know, but it worked. And she ate like the bucket of food. And it's a really cool video. Yeah. You can watch a, like a GoPro like transition. I, I, I left it on record filming her, and you can watch this like slop bucket of food just get smaller, mountain smaller. just disappear, and her just get bigger and bigger. And she looks uh, by the end of it, she looked pregnant. Like right. her stomach like, had this sort of bulging <laughs> pregnancy look. I don't desire to be like that. And that's why I'm not having Greg's. But I've forgotten the question now. What was the question? Uh, it was, oh. um, I mean, you, you see, you've got distracted by uh, the, 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 the less profound question. <laughs> that is, blimey, these Greg's vegan sausage rolls give Corby <laughs> for his money. <laughs> I, I, uh, I do want, like, I want to spend more time in the UK. Um, it helps me appreciate Japan more. Mm. You know, being here where everything has gone wrong. Vending machines break. <laughs> train tickets don't work. Trains just on strike. Yeah. Airplanes break. Well, like, Baggage I think, gone. Well, I think, the, um, I, I, think I, I was thinking about you uh, yesterday when I was like, looking at you. You, know, you could go back at any point and experience a much higher uh, standard of living just like that. I'm going back. It is, isn't it? A lot it? of us can't, like, can't experience Get on that. a plane, fly, fly for 15 hours over three continents, and it's like, <laughs> oh, wow, a land where everything works, nothing yeah. goes wrong. Every time I order something at a restaurant here, it just comes out wrong, and yeah. I've forgotten it. I, it always scares me when the waiter doesn't write down your order, and you're like, you're not going to remember it. It's like, oh, don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> and then, and then 20 minutes later, it's like... What is this? You brought a shoe out. Why? <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, Be- Benjamin Netanyahu to Shinzo yeah. Abe. God, I can't <laughs> believe you served him that shoe. It's a good story, that. Um, but no, I think coming back here has helped me appreciate Japan more. Living in Japan helps me appreciate the UK more. And together, because they're such different countries and cultures, it's a really nice dichotomy mm. to live between those two places. And I see both the flaws and the, the brilliant things in both. You know, I was at... Uh, just, just going down the coast the other day, and there's people splashing about in the sea, having fun. Mm. Like, you know, in Japan, they don't do that. They don't have fun in the sea. <laughs> I don't know why. But then again, they do have massive squid wash up on the beaches every now and then, and that would put me off as well. But like, yeah. I just—it's just a shame. There's some beautiful coastline in Japan. We just don't see people 
enjoying it apart from like 65 year old fishermen yeah and I, I think people in the UK we do have a much better work life balance and I think if I could take one thing back to Japan and teach the people it'd be like to have more fun and sort of let their hair down a bit more but mm. then Japan would probably not work like the UK well any excuse for us and we've got our tops off and we're in the sea I would say that's true <laughs> certainly how yeah. I work in my part of the world that's Pete Dawson South End <laughs> keep an eye out but that's for all for now though guys keep the stories questions comments coming into to Japan podcast at gmail.com we'll be back later in the week to do all over again but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great few days we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast bye for now Ta-da! Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi.、Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.